What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast. Not just sports, but it is mostly sports. This is going to be an interesting uh, episode because normally when we wing it, we still have in mind of what we're going to do. But right now, like, I'm not real sure. No, no, <laughs> we know nothing. No. Chris said he has uh, a few topics to kind of bring up, but this might actually be a short episode, but we always say that and end up ends up going like an hour long. But uh, before we get into a lot of things, you know, got any personal stuff you want to bring up? Anything over the weekend? I went to my cousin's wedding at Purcell Farms, which was awesome. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, got to uh, shoot some skeet. Which was a lot of fun. Was that the first time? No, no. Okay. I've shot skeet before, but this was like, it was really like awesome. Like he had five stand was what we shot first. So there's like five different stands at, from different angles. And the dude would just like call out what numbers he was going to send out and he'd shoot it out. Actually, there was more than five stands. But I don't know why it's called five stand, but there was there was like seven or eight of them. But, and then we had one where the, like the skeet was shooting out from underneath you and it would just go back and forth. Anyways, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I've I've never shot skeet before. Oh, you need to. It's a lot uh, of fun. It looks it actually does look fun. And then we played golf at uh, Farm Lakes there, and and it, it was a good wedding too. Good good to see everybody, but it was a lot of fun. Purcell Farms is awesome if you've never been. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen pictures of the place. It's super nice. I, I did mean to uh, ask what what boat did you guys drive in on coming to the house. <laughs> The love boat. <laughs> uh, so if you guys don't know, we're we're based out of Birmingham, Alabama, and it rains. It, it has rained nonstop for the last two days. And we're supposed to get like eight in, eight total inches between Monday and Wednesday. So a lot of Birmingham is quite flooded. So that's what I asked that. Anything else? If my house flooded, which is like, you know, up the side <laughs> of a hill, we're in trouble. Like, yeah. Like the whole nation is in trouble, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I I did absolutely nothing this weekend. Actually, I just I sat on the couch. I basically watched a a decent amount of XFL. I I actually enjoyed it. It's kind of fast paced. It's a little more fast paced. They only have a twenty five second play clock. I was really interested in how you know kickoffs were because I tossed it. If you guys remember, I tossed that whole rule. I actually enjoyed it. Um, the the kickoff return was actually kind of enjoyable to watch. I still I'm still not sure how I like about you know if you kick it out of bounds you get it on the plus forty five because there was one play where they kicked it out of bounds and they kicked a fifty five yard field goal and and made it the kicker made it I was very very impressed. Um, but yeah, all in all, I I actually enjoyed it. The stands look like they're somewhat full. There was quite a few people there. I just don't know how much, how long it's going to last. We'll see. We can talk a little bit about that. Well, I, th- I think the reason why they give it to you on the 45-yard line like that when you kick it out of bounds is because they really want to implement the kickoff. I think they said that 20% of head twenty percent of head injuries happen on kickoffs, which kickoffs are only 6% of the, the total game. So they're trying to do it a safe way because it is a very exciting play. And I, I thought it was very interesting. This, you know, this is the first week that they're they're do, or this is their first time to actually do this kickoff. So it was really vanilla the first week. I think they'll start implementing 
different kinds of blocking schemes, maybe even different personnel out there. And I think we'll see more exciting kickoff returns. Do they all have to stay on the line? Can they back off of it? No, I think they have to be on on the lines. I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking about because like, you know, uh, one the ones that I watch, you basically you have a guy in front of you and you run up. And the guy tries to block you and try to get around him. Kind of. I'm just thinking if you make it through. I mean, you have one line of defense basically, and I feel like they're gonna somehow whenever the kick kick move saves to the right side, they're gonna have to adjust somehow, like the backside of the defense. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty neat as well. I thought it worked well. Yeah, like uh, Chris was saying, I think they get more schemes where, like if if it kicks to if they kick to the left, then you know they'll roll out and have defenders come come. Yeah, from I one think side. you're gonna have to. Yeah, kind of like you, like on a, a offensive uh, run run play, you have the guards pulling. They'll have I think they'll have stuff kind of like that that they'll do. And but the defense will adapt as well. And like you said, if they kick to the right side, the left side will probably kind of trail in behind well so i wonder so i don't know what the rules are but i wonder if you can just try to kick it to one side and slide your whole you know your whole line to one side on on, on, as a kickoff team i feel like that's what i would try to do if i could do it but they all seem pretty staggered so there may be some very strict rules on how you're supposed to do that yeah i mean i guess you could but at the same time that would probably Set, uh, that would probably cause a problem because he could just run. If the guy's fast enough, he can run to the other side of the field and you can kind of, you know, block block the defenders to the sidelines. And that opens up a huge hole if you try to stack all your defense like that. Yeah, because they can't move until he, until he catches the ball. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You set all your defense over to the left right. and then your kicker screws it up and kicks it to the right. <laughs> you are in trouble. Yeah, these aren't professional kickers. So they they don't as you can see somebody kicked it out of bounds already so yeah I saw a kick out of bounds and I saw um the res- the receiver watch it bounce before the twenty yard line and if it bounces right before the twenty yard line then they get it to the plus forty five again it's 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 a very interesting rule Matt forgot his phone and so he's using Chris's phone. I forgot my phone in my carpool buddy's car, and he drove <laughs> off with it and drove to his house. So now I have to use Chris' phone to somehow. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> it's a disaster, man. You leave your phone somewhere, and you just feel like helpless. Like uh, I was yeah, just now, sitting there in my truck. I'm like, I was thinking, should I try to run him down, or and it, it was not worth it. So you just got to find a payphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You mean the ones in Walmart that you can like buy for 20 bucks or whatever they are? You know, it's crazy. Like nowadays, you just feel so naked without it. Because, I mean, you could pay stuff with it, track somebody. Well, well, now I I don't even know if I can make it to his house because I don't have my Google Maps. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even know your wife's number. I mean, it's stored in. I did know my wife's (laughs) number. It's the only number that I know. I don't know very many. All right. So how much much XFL did y'all actually watch? I watched a good bit of the DC Defenders game. And I watched a good bit of the Guardians game. That was Guardians and the Vipers, I think, because that was the only matchup that the Vipers were. Um, oh goodness, I just lost my train of thought. The, the only matchup that the Vipers were viping. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I I watched, I turned it on like kind of in between golf and the wedding for a little bit. I think I I was watching the Vipers and the Guardians. 
Uh, and then I watched uh, a little bit on Sunday of the first game. I can't remember what the first game was. but The Dragons and the Defenders. Yeah, the Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I watched a little bit of both of those. Aaron Murray, I did not. Aaron Murray did not look good. No, he did not look good at all. He made he. I saw the one really bad interception he threw in the end zone where they're on like the five yard line and basically lost him the game. Um, but yeah, he was not looking good. Okay, what I was gonna say, I just had the biggest brain fart. The Vipers were the only ones that were favored. Good grief, <laughs> Viper. That, that's the word I was looking for. That's the word that I could not. It, I couldn't spit it out. It was like on the tip of my tongue. I, I, it's, it's just, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. It's only Tuesday. They were the only team that was favored on a, a on a away away uh, game, um, and they just, they just did not look good. Yeah, supposedly the Vipers are supposed to be, uh, as far as like odds, they're they're supposed to win the most games this this season, and they they like you said they're favored as an away team, but they still lost so. They're not starting off uh, on the right foot, but I did see that they the these game. I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch a full game, but I watched a little bit of all four of them. And the, I saw the ratings, and they averaged three point three million viewers, which the highest. Which all four of the games were the highest sports uh, rated TV uh, for the whole weekend. And you had Duke North Carolina was a really good game. Auburn LSU was a really good basketball game. And I think that's a good sign. I mean, it is the first week, and you're always going to get a lot of people tuning in just for the first week. But the fact that they doubled up the ratings of these basketball, college basketball games and, and NBA games is, is pretty big because this is their time to shine when there's no other sports going on. It's it's This is supposed to be college basketball and NBA basketball. And the XFL, they, they, they came out, and I think they have a chance. I think it really helps that they have a – very good platform. Uh, ESPN picked them up, and they have the they have all the sideline reporters and all the broadcasters, the original guys. They didn't like hire some Joe that doesn't know anything about sports. I mean, they had Greg McElroy, they had Pat McAfee on the sidelines interviewing players as soon as they get off the field. How how do you how do you guys like that? Some a player makes a huge play, and they immediately go to him and can talk to him. I thought it was very interesting. I don't know if the NFL will pick that up. The NFL will probably pick up, I think, the, the kickoff stuff, but I don't know if they'll pick up the sideline inter- interviews because, they, I mean, they hate the media as it is. These guys are just glad to have a job playing a sport that they love. But I did know they're going to have to kind of work on that because there was um, one guy dropped an F-bomb. As oh, he was they com- did? As he was coming off the yeah, field. That was. That was uh, did you see that? Senator Dylan Day from Mississippi State, Hale State. <laughs> why, why is it we always find some kind of Mississippi State player? Tied to something. They're tied to everything. They are. You just don't realize it. So, so I'm, make, I'm making you aware. So you're proud I'm, of your Mississippi State alum throw, throwing the F-bomb. The, <laughs> wow. This is... No, I'm not proud, but... I thought it was kind of funny, but the the two funny things is the two Mississippi State players that I that I know of at least Nick Fitzgerald. The other thing you saw on Twitter is him drinking the Bud Light seltzer in the, <laughs> in the locker room afterwards, like chugging it. I did. So, I did see Hail yeah, State. Yeah, guys. Yeah, one of the is that the St. Louis Battle Battle Battle, Hawks. Battle Hawks. Yeah, I did see that they they celebrate like they won the Super Bowl after they won their game. Oh wow! But um, 
and and that's another thing is during half halftime short their, their goal is to have all these games under three hours and at halftime they took a they took take cameras into the yeah the locker room which that to me presents another issue because I mean it's a locker room people are changing and coach if you've ever been in a locker room coaches their their speech is not a TV no appropriate no and I mean it when you say short ten minutes. 10 minute half times. Like that's almost do you even want to go in the locker room <laughs> kind uh, of yeah, thing. Yeah, by the, just stay out on I the mean, field and warm up still. I don't know when they start the clock, but I mean, yeah, if they start the clock as soon as the it, as soon as the second quarter ends, I mean, 5 minutes is walking in and out of the locker room. But yeah, I was going to ask how you like how you guys like the cameras in the locker rooms, but this is how XFL's always been. Like they always wanted like in your face or in the in the player's face uh trying to get as close as possible to the action and and getting as much possible of the player's interaction and things like that how do you guys how do you guys like it in the locker room i know like like you said the whole coach's speech and i mean you never know what players got his pants off or what the case may be with that but do y'all like the idea of being in the locker room i mean I had it on mute, and I was and then I was taking a nap, so I, I didn't get. <laughs> I really, I really just kind of had it on in the background both times, so I didn't really catch all of it. But I kind of like the idea. It would be better when I know the players. Like I know some of them just from college, but there's a lot of them that I don't know. So if it was players that I knew, that would be more interesting for sure. Yeah, I feel, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I like it. I, I think it's. Um, very very intriguing i think they do have a few things they'll have to clean up especially the locker room stuff that's gonna have to they're gonna have to figure some some way around that um because you don't i I just i don't know i just think that's gonna be an an issue they'll have to work on the tv delays for sure but I, i thought all in all they did a really good job of making it interesting making it fast pace and the only thing is they need some stars. That's the only thing holding this back is the fact that you don't, most people, your casual uh, fan or football, you know, that likes to watch football is not going to know some of these players. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be somebody from the college that you root for or, or that's probably, you know, some of the only people that you'll actually recognize in this league. If they can somehow get a Tebow or a Manziel or, or even a Colin Kaepernick to, to hop on board and bring a little bit of star power, then I think it would it would be a hit. But they're they're um they they have a two year TV deal, so it's going to at least last two years. Do you think it'll last longer than that though? I I do. After what I saw, one one thing you said about star power. One thing I'm a little bit surprised at. I don't feel like they have any. I expected them to get some older guys that just kind of were too old for the NFL and kind of have phased out just to have that kind of star power. And I think that would – and they, I mean, they can still do good in an XFL league. And I'm surprised that – I mean, pretty much all these that I saw were young guys for the most part. So uh, I'm a little surprised that they didn't do that. There's one player that caught my eye, P.J. Walker, quarterback for Roughnecks, who lit it up. I mean, he looked amazing. So, I mean, maybe – some of these guys can make a name for themselves. I'm sure they could. I, I just it seems like it'd be good to get like a Des Bryant or somebody out there that could still play and got a big name. 
And well, uh, speaking of Kaepernick, they they offered him, and, and again, he doesn't want to play, obviously, because his whole persona is his his salary of what he's asking for is way too much. So, what a joke! I mean, well, I th- he just wants the attention. To right, be honest, it, absolutely, it's not about wanting to play or the money; it's attention. So, uh, going back to fast pace, as I said earlier, they have a twenty five second play clock, and how they call plays in is that the quarterback and I guess the skilled players. Was, yeah. Everybody, but the offensive line has a headset, um, a headset in their helmet. Yeah. So essentially the, you yeah, that was another thing you could hit. The coach was, um, they broadcast some of the coaches calling the plays yeah. in and, and listening into that, you could tell that it's everything. There's basically no huddle. The offensive lines pretty much, they pretty much get down in their, in their stance. the, the skill players get the the play, and then the quarterback um, tells the protection to the, right. the offensive line, you know, so that they know if to pass, run, or and it, and it sounds so detailed that from what I heard, it sounds like the coaches is telling each skill player what route they're taking. Because I heard uh, there's a there's a player called Z F so on, and he would call out, "Hey Z, run a post. F run a run a slant." Correct me if I'm wrong, but it did sound like he was telling each player to run a certain route. I don't know if that's because they don't really understand the playbook as well, because they only got eight weeks to prepare. But what what I thought was crazy is that I, I noticed this on uh, DC Defenders is that the coach would try and change the play like five seconds until it needed to be snapped. And they were all the time trying to rush with the with the change in the play and then snapping the ball in time. Yeah, I missed I missed some of that with the TV on mute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, don't worry. This is about all, XFL is probably all we have to talk about until uh, next football season. So you'll just have to start watching each week, and you can we can get we can be professionals at this. Absolutely, <laughs> XFL talk right here, the new XFL podcast. This is what I wanted to be when we started a podcast, guys. <laughs> I uh, might need to call our buddy and do the drunk option. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to you want to go ahead and oh, I'll just do this real quick. Toss or keep XFL right now. Keep it. I, I like it. I like what's on the field. Um, I like the rules. I think they need a Birmingham team. <laughs> I was going to I was going to bring that up. Do you, do you think when the two year deal is over and it's still surviving. Do you do you see them reaching out to, you know, this Birmingham had an XFL team, the Bolts, and then they had the AAF team. It seemed like they always went to Birmingham for that kind of uh, quote unquote minor league football team. Well, we always have Birmingham usually has the highest ratings when it comes to any of the football games, but I don't think they can expand because you could just tell in the offensive line that they just didn't have enough offensive linemen. The talent was so so bad compared to college and the NFL. It was so I don't know that they have enough talent. And I don't really know what each team's jurisdiction is for picking up players because remember in the AF, AAF they had to be in a certain no, like radius. It's nothing like that. Okay. It's draft sign. Oh, okay. Unless okay. More like NFL. I'm keeping it. So Keep. two keeps, three keeps. Keep. Keep. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, seeing now, seeing the actual uniforms on the field, 
how are you guys liking your your draft that you made on uh, on the uniforms? I don't remember my draft. <laughs> <laughs> I know I think um, I think I had Battlehawks and Renegades up there near the top, which I I like. Yeah, I I actually like the Roughnecks a lot more now, seeing them on the field and and seeing them play. So I would actually bump them up to probably all the way to number one. That was my number one because I really wasn't as impressed with the renegades as uh, you know because i th- i thought that like kind of baby blue and black would would look really good but maybe their away jersey will look a little better but i just wasn't really impressed with the way the renegades uniforms look i still like the guardians i love that black and red i thought the you know the red cleats with the red gloves looked really really nice on the field i'm still not a huge fan of the vipers that helmet is hideous <laughs> yeah it was pretty bad and so was their performance <laughs> on the field as well. Yes. Bob Stoops, who does he coach? Renegades. Renegades. Okay. So I, th- I think he didn't score. They didn't score a touchdown. I think I didn't get to, I, I honestly think, didn't get to watch that game. They had that 15 much. to nine, I think was the final yeah, score. I don't think they scored a touchdown. If so, if that's true, then what I heard is true. And they said that it's been like 10 years since Bob Stoops uh, coached a team that didn't score a touchdown in a game. Wow. Well, I, I was going to mention, y'all see they fired the defensive coordinator for LA. I saw that. <laughs> the first game. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, wow. You made it a whole. We gave up 37 points. <laughs> I mean, their uniforms and, and logo and everything was bad to begin with. And now their team. And it, LA it's, it's is only, not it's the only, place to be. It's only a 10-week season, so these games really matter. So you, you can't just wait You've got to make make moves, and you never know how long this league will last. So, you, you know, you, you want to try to win. Yeah, and you know some of those coaches are making $500,000. That's crazy to me. Wow. Yeah, they're making up to $500,000. I think some of the, like, really skilled players are making close to that. Some of them are making 250000 So, I mean, it's I not- guess you got to pay the money to pay the money to get the good players and the good coaches to actually have a decent league. Should be interesting. Do we, do we want to hit – College football draft class rankings, real quick. I've got them pulled up. So if you want to go ahead, didn't Georgia number one? Um, I'm I'm on ESPN and it's got Clemson one, Georgia two, Alabama three, LSU four, and Ohio State five. And surprisingly, Texas A&M six, Auburn seven, Florida eight. So you got a lot of SEC schools in the top ten. Mississippi State twenty five. So they. In the top twenty-five, that's not bad. Twenty-four-seven is definitely more accurate on the recruiting. They spend a lot more time than ESPN, but yeah, that's uh, and twenty-four-seven. I thought it was two forty-seven. <laughs> you did say two four two forty-seven no, no, last week, I think. No, 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 no. The, well, that, I, yeah, no. I, that's I know somebody you're else saying two forty-seven. No, it's twenty-four. It's twenty-four-seven. But I'm pretty sure you said that, but I didn't want to correct <laughs> it. I wanted to let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. Just let it go. I'm sorry. Anyways, so in Georgia was number one in that, but either way, yeah, you're right. There was a lot of SEC teams. You know, I kind of look through the list, and it's really interesting to me to see, first of all, like the lowest SEC team is definitely Vanderbilt, and I think they're in one of the 40s or 50s. But for the most part, everybody else is top 25. You know, that's great. Like We're we're like 10th or 9th or 10th, and we're 25. But yeah, that, that's 10. great. I count 10 SEC in, in the top 25. What I was going to say is that's great for Mississippi State because Mike Leach had, hadn't been there long. And for him to get that kind well, of – Well, he didn't 
they already had everybody in the boat. They, he, he got like four people to sign on signing yeah. day. Joe Moore had already had him in the and, boat. So. Well, the, the, and pl- plus, I think he's kind of big on transfers as well. So, yeah, I mean, they got some decent guys, but um, yeah, most of it was not Mike Leach's class. But I mean, that's kind of normal. That's been a while where we've been. Even with Dan Mullen, he didn't get much higher than that. Um, and sometimes he got lower than that. He wasn't like the best recruiter. So. Yeah, there's di- I mean, there's different tiers in the SEC as far as recruiting goes, and you know the top tier are, g- are going to get fives and fours, and then you have the middle tier that has to get fours and and threes, and you have to coach those threes up to fours and fives, and that's you know I guess that's kind of where Mississippi State is. So if they can top top twenty five is good. I, I mean, especially yeah, absolutely. He'll have a whole, uh, Mike Leach will have a whole year to recruit this upcoming season and I'm sure it'll improve. Yeah. Well, one of the teams, like it, it's just interesting to look at where, where teams are on that board. But one of the th- thing that really stood out to me is USC. USC should be in the top 15 at least. They were like 50th, 55. Well, yeah, I said, I, I said this last uh, episode is they, they got zero top 300 ESPN players. That's crazy. Uh, well, also, you know, I mean, it's still bad, but they only looks like they only signed thirteen players, and that that's going to have a lot to do with it. But yeah, you're right. But still, that's that's not not very good at all. I mean, you can't compete. They, they're like tenth in the Pac-12. I mean, this is what USC we're talking about. Uh, it used to be a powerhouse, and uh, it's just that some of the teams that were back there. I mean, I was just really surprised at who's down on the list, and then you got all these. Lower class SEC teams that are way above them. Yeah, Van, it says Vanderbilt's fifty eight. So that USC's fifty four, Vanderbilt's fifty eight. That kind of shows you what their recruiting class looks like this season. Real quick, you tried to call it Mississippi State. I know they probably played like two or three more games, but came up short uh, in, yeah, in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. it failed miserably. Um, I was rooting. I was watching and rooting for them. Well, we have. We kind of kept it close. They were really ahead by ten points most of the game. It was we just couldn't uh, pull pull within. We we always start slow and then we usually end up coming back, but we were able to do it I, uh, at Kentucky. It's so hard. I meant to watch more, but I got caught up in the train wreck of Donald Trump speaking uh, the State of the Union. Yeah, I didn't watch. I just saw the After Effects. But. <laughs> I got so I don't know why, but I got I'm. I'm not a fan of politics, but I got so locked into that. It it was it was something. It was something. <laughs> it was something. Yep. But yeah, no, we didn't pull that one off. We be, we did beat Vanderbilt on Saturday, but and we got Ole Miss probably right now. If I had my phone, I would look at the score, but I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, did you want to talk about the the new baseball playoff proposal? You want me to run? Yeah, go ahead. Run, run that, that down to you. All right. So, currently, currently, you would have ten playoff teams. You would have five from each side. You have the three divisional winners, a wild card, and then you would have the the um the two wild cards that are the two teams that that go for the the final wild card spot. And so they're proposing that they bump it up to fourteen, which is basically half the league would make the playoffs. So you would have seven seven teams from each each league, the American League and the National League, and you would have 
the team the teams from each league that had the high or the best record would have a bye week one, and then you would have the other two divisional winners, and you would have the the two wild card spots, and the two the and they they would get to choose which team they wanted to play the the number one team or well the number two team I guess because the number one team would have a bye, the number two team would get to choose from the the wild card teams which one they wanted to play and then the third would get the next choice and then whoever's left would play each other yeah when they said that i was like that's weird i was so like against against the whole thing not only are you trying to put more teams in there and baseball season is already long enough as it is we don't need it any longer y'all play like a million games and half of them don't even matter so let let's just chill out a little bit. I mean, so wait, how many teams are in the are there in the league? Do you know? Cuz I, I don't. That seems low. I believe it's 30. So that's Are you sure it's 30? 30 I was thinking like that's, 32. That's almost half the league makes the playoffs. And I was thinking like 32, but I, that's that's but yeah, football that, teams, right? I think that's uh, NFL. Oh, I well. Yeah, I think it's 30 cuz I think it's 5 in each division. I mean that's that's half the league. That's ridiculous. You, you just no half yeah. the league does not need to make the playoffs. Um, I don't mind the the structure of it. At least I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of the one game wild cards. I, I just that that irritates me a little bit. But uh, if you're going to make it to playoffs, give them a chance. But I don't know. That, that's that's really weird that they could decide who they want to play. I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, you, you may be better matched up with somebody. It's just different. It's bulletin board material. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't think it's it's you know, it's gotta pass through the players union and all that. Don't think it's gonna happen. It's very very interesting. I mean they might could go to they might could expand, but I don't think they can do the pick what team you want to play. That just to me, I don't think coaches and players are gonna be up for that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that I like it. I don't want to water down the playoffs. It, you know, it was once eight, and then then finally they moved it to ten, and now they want to do fourteen. Like you said, that's half half the league makes the playoffs, and I just don't think that's 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 right. Toss, toss. I'll toss it as well. Gonna start pointing at each other. Yeah, just, <laughs> your, turn, your turn. <laughs> what you got? What you got? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start pointing. We're gonna, we're gonna like, do video games. Like I said, I have no idea what we're doing. That we, yeah, well, yeah. Let's do. Let's do video. So we're let's gonna. See. We're gonna kind of discuss uh, our favorite video games. Like I said, we have. We have. Not much. So let's just do like top three or four. Yeah, because you know this. This podcast is. I think I had five, but is, that's fine. Is not all sports. Yeah, not all sports. Esports. East, true. You can get scholarships for esports now. You absolutely can, and you can get paid. That is crazy. My uh, my cousin actually is my cousin's uh, husband. He coaches. I think he coaches the esports team at his high school. Dude, so like that they is so like, nuts. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. That's so crazy. 
coaching esports. Interesting. Yeah, he's a big he's a big gamer. So like before we get into that, so like what what games? Like do do they like play a different game every day? Like how do you coach? I'm not I don't know. I just know that uh they would have like these little tournaments like I guess for practicing more more or less. And it was like Fortnite tournaments is what it was. That's when we were big into Fortnite. So he would like have some of his, his kids from school uh, come over to like his house or whatever and they would have little tournaments. It may have just been a club, but I want to say it's, they have a team too. And I want to say he said he said they can't have too many with guns. So he can't have like for, too many first person shooters. He was surprised that yeah. they did Fortnite. But they did some. I don't. This is some other games. I don't remember what. They I'm were. sure like baseball. Maybe baseball and uh, yeah, maybe MLB and because they're MLB's big on doing tournaments and stuff. But take it away. Who who wants to throw their first one out? My number one overall is in '64. Perfect Dark. Perfect what? Perfect Dark. It was like James Bond, but that was the game that I had instead of James Bond, and uh, it actually has some of the same maps and stuff. But uh, I got really good at that game, and anybody that came to my house, I would slaughter them. So was it like that meme that you're like, Mom, I want 007, and then your mom was like, we have 007, and then when you get home, it's Perfect Dark, or whatever it's called? Uh, You don't know what meme I'm talking about? I do not know what meme you're talking about, (laughs) but I I love Perfect Dark. We played it with my, even my dad would play it with us. That's cool. I would kill him a lot. But That's cool. Chris, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. What's your number so, one? Mine is actually going to be Zelda on Nintendo 64. That was like the the best game. It, it just just very well done. All the Zelda games are good, but I, th- I thought that was one of the best ones. Um, I haven't played... I, I don't have a Wii or a Switch or anything like that, so I haven't played some of the newer ones. But as far as the ones I've played, that Zelda 64 was really good. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of uh, role-playing games. I never got into role-playing games. The, the only one I did get into that I really liked was Super Mario 64, which is not didn't make the top of my list or anything, but it was a good game. Yeah, that I mean, that one was really good. It was very similar to kind of like Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah that was really my good. My mom would play that one with me. <laughs> What's your number one, Bradley? Uh, I, was trying to, I was trying to figure out what year it was, but uh, it was like the first year they did the NCAA on PlayStation. Oh, I forgot about NCA. Wow, two thousand two or one. I think it might be two thousand, either two thousand or two thousand one. But that was that was like my my favorite game. I wow, love nice NCAA. My brother in law has like so he has uh, NCA basketball and NCA baseball. Both of those games are very hard. I played them yeah, on his PlayStation. So I I was talking about NCAA football. Yeah, I, I knew you were, but I'm just saying I didn't even know they made games for those, but they were really hard. So yeah, that's that's my number one. I, any any kind of NCAA on the PlayStation like one platform, they're all so good. Yeah, I totally forgot about NCAA. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's pro- that probably gonna be up there. But since you already took it, I'm just gonna leave it off my list. My next one I had was Super Smash, Super Smash Bros. I'm thinking Nintendo 64, but I play a lot on GameCube too. I like the GameCube version also. So Super Smash Bros is my number two. I'm I'm, I'm kind of torn. I'm I'm just gonna, but I'm gonna go Super Mario World, the one for um, Super Nintendo. Okay, so All right. so the Mario Brothers for Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's a good one. That was really good to me. Yep, yep. 
I remember sitting playing that one for a long time. That that and Donkey Kong on Super Nintendo were the two games that I played a lot. So this one's this one's a little different. Cruising the world on NC, uh, in Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I, I, hours hours play that game, and I is like, it a racing game? Or? It's yeah, one, yeah. You you could play it at the the local arcade usually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I I feel like I had that game, but I don't know remember what I don't remember playing at all. I love it. I don't know why. I just I'll always love that game. Matt, you're up. I I know. <laughs> you're trying to think. <laughs> you don't have your phone. I don't so. have my phone. I have my notes on my phone. Um. Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Love that game. Such a good game. Yeah, that was my freshman year of college, and we spent endless hours. Oh, I didn't have an hours. Xbox at that time, so my it was actually my good friend's roommates that had the Xbox, so we would all sit in his room and take turns playing Modern Warfare 2. Man, that's he, not, we, we hated did, it. We did we the same thing. We did the same thing. Man, we spent hours. I love Modern Warfare 2. Such a good game. I'm going Halo. Just any of them. I, Any of them. I, I played a lot of the first Halo original where we would we would go to somebody's house. You would have to carry your Xbox with you and you would connect it with a with a with Ethernet a, cord. Ethernet cord, yeah. And um that was you know, that was before the internet where you where, where they had the setup where the internet could um you know, where you could play people online. So that was that was a lot of fun to me. And I mean I like all the Halos. I I wish I had an Xbox where I could play play some of those, but you should get one. <laughs> but that that and also um, Gears of War. I played a lot of Gears of War on the original Xbox, and I think they're coming out with a new one. Maybe. Uh yeah, I think I think they may have already come out with a new one. I'm not sure. Is it is that just an Xbox game? I've never I haven't played it. Yeah, it's Microsoft. I, that, I wish all platforms had all the games. It just doesn't make sense. It makes sense if you want to make people get Xboxes, I guess. All right, I changed mine up really quick because I was I was gonna say one, and then I immediately thought of Need for Speed. So I, I'm You're I, a racing kind of guy. I'm huh? I like I'm a car guy. I love cars, but Need for Speed was so much fun because you got chased by the cops. It was I think it was like the first game where you got chased by the cops. I I could be wrong, but I don't know. Uh, I love I love Need for Speed. Any of them. Uh, well, Grand Th- when did Grand Theft Auto come out? Because that's going to be another one as well that you got chased by the cops. I mean, I d- only I a couple times remember. you get chased by the cops. <laughs> it's not not the entire game. But there's also a million uh, Need for Speed games. So yeah, there are tons of Need for Speed. Any any one of them. The, the only racing game that I would have up there. Um, which is not gonna be on my list, but NASCAR Thunder. I played NASCAR, NASCAR <laughs> on Thunder Nintendo sixty four. No, that, I think that was on, this was on PlayStation. Uh, I had I had a NASCAR game on Nintendo sixty four, and I I only played either Talladega or uh, Daytona because I could go wide open the entire time. Did you turn around and go backwards? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's think, that's the only way to play. That. I think Daytona's this weekend. It is. It is this weekend. We should. Man, I should have called Michael Waltrip. Daggum it! He, he can give us update. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll call him or text him or call something. him for Dega. Yeah, Dega, baby. Uh, but, speaking of Waltrip, Michael Waltrip, uh, buddy of ours, that he was so uncomfortable listening to him talk on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he said he was so uncomfortable. Our, our newer well, listeners have no idea what you're talking about right now. Oh, hey, look, go back, find the one where we talk about Dega. If we had listen to all of them, listen, 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 just just go on to episode one, listen from one to now, 
<laughs> we had Michael Waltrip on. He's a great guy, great friend of the show. We might have him again for Daytona. Dega. No, Daytona. Daytona oh. is this weekend. Yeah, I know, but we're not going to have him this weekend because uh, we might we might have him we, next weekend, okay, next week we'll or something. Week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just back to video games. Yeah, Goldeneye. Ooh, that's, that's good. good. That's a good one. That's on. That was like I said. I'm biased. Perfect Dark, but Goldeneye was, of course, amazing. I was 64 as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, Halo Three specifically because uh, with the sword. <laughs> With the sword, yeah, <laughs> the the whatever you called it, sword, but uh, infinity sword, maybe. I don't know. I I did. I actually I didn't have an Xbox for a while, so I didn't get into it until about Halo Three, and that's all we played with my cousins. Was we we would go to family camps. We have like a week long camp together, and then like all of us would go downstairs and play Halo Three and Shotty Snipes, all like for hours and hours and hours. So. That's my number four. The, this is I, I don't even know. I'm I, I honestly I didn't even rank these really. These are just coming off the top of my head. But this is a really old one, and I I don't know why. But growing up, I absolutely loved playing this game, and it was Star Fox. It's a good game. It was I, like I don't know why, but it was just such a good game to me. And we I actually have like a little Super Nintendo that has it on on that little Super Nintendo box. What would you call that, Chris? Is it just a Super Nintendo? It's, like yeah, it's, it's just, just like a, the mini console yeah. emulator thing. Wait, so Star Fox was on... Are you talking about 64? I guess I'm the, the one I played was 64. Is there a Super Nintendo version of it? Uh, no, I think it was on Nintendo 64, but they put it on that oh, I Super gotcha. Nintendo. Gotcha. Little, like... I don't, I don't know what to... I don't really know what to call it, but it's just like a little Super Nintendo. They have like a couple of games on... On the software itself. It preloaded or whatever. It's yeah. like an emulator. Yeah. But I love that game. Star Fox so good. So I guess I have to go now, and I'm just going to do slash Fortnite slash Apex. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I spent like a whole year on Fortnite or whatever we did, and now I don't know how long I spent on Apex, but um, those have been pretty I feel awesome. like it took us forever to get you on Apex. Uh. Probably yeah, probably so. I really, the truth is, I play with whoever is playing with me. I play whatever they play, and I got so tired. Of, I did get so tired of Fortnite, and it took me a long time to convince people that I'm playing with my brother-in-law and brothers and cousins to play Apex. Now they finally got over and and they're all about it. But we're not gonna play anything else <laughs> for a while. They're very stubborn. You got another one, Chris? Uh, not not really. I mean, just regular Super Mario Brothers. That's just a classic. I, te- Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl. I forgot about that one. That's a really good one. I have one. no idea what that is. Tecmo Bowl for Nintendo? Regular Nintendo? I don't think I played a whole lot of regular Nintendo. I was more of a Super Nintendo. <laughs> the the other one that I thought of was NFL Blitz on Nintendo 64. Oh, man. I completely forgot about that game. We that pl- game was so good. We, we, we played, it was probably a year or two ago, I had a bunch of my buddies in town, and I pulled it out. We played NFL Blitz like all night. I remember, so I remember like when it's loading and you press all the buttons to try and yep. try and get a code in. Yep. That was, that was, that was my, me pushing all the buttons. Bradley, you strike me as a uh, Tony Hawk guy. I was, Did you I, get into the Tony I Hawk? was big into Tony Hawk. You look uh, like a Tony so Hawk. So when I raced BMX, we, we travel all over the country and I had this little setup of this like 10 inch TV and we had a little like 
power converter from the uh, cigarette lighter. And I had a little PlayStation 1 that came out. This It's a little smaller PlayStation. Yep, yep. And I had it Velcroed on top of this little tiny TV. And I would just like sit in the back of my dad's like extended cab in the back. And I would play Tony Hawk Pro Skater or uh, Dave Mira BMX. I would That's hours, crazy. hours I'd play that game when we traveled. Wow, you were you were ahead of the times getting a video game inside of a. I know, man. While, while you're I driving, thought, I, man, I thought it was so cool. I thought I had the coolest little setup. That, that, that is pretty. It cool. was so I'll much fun there. I mean, that's basically what they have like in the back seat, back seat of the cars now. Yeah, the headrest is just, like yeah. it's all in the headrest. Yeah. I had huge. You, you had it before the time. Yeah, right? Absolutely, man. <laughs> I had cords everywhere. Do I remember the little uh, uh, memory card you had to put in? Yep. <laughs> It's just so crazy to think about how far we've come. Yeah. Just in our lifetime. <laughs> our short Absolutely. Lifetime. Yeah. What's, crazy. what's funny is we mo- most of the games we mentioned were older games. Yeah. I feel like, well, we're getting older, so we don't play. Well, I say we don't play as much. I've been playing a lot lately, but it's I hate, I hate to put the newer games up in the, up in the categories of N64. They just... I don't have as much memories of them. Like in five years, I might feel that that they're number one. But right now, I, I don't want to give them that credit yet. How's this for love music, Chris? It's pretty like good. That. I like it. Just a little awkward. <laughs> Play love music with three guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna be like, let's turn the lights down low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. You yep. can stop uh, that now. Yeah, yeah. Got a little weird. A little weird. All right, so uh, we are gonna kind of mention some top duos, uh, kind of in any kind of sport. And if you don't know what I'm talking about. I'll just go ahead and mention, you know, like a Jordan and Scottie Pippen duo in basketball. Probably the greatest of all time, I would say. What 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 do you guys what what kind of duo are you thinking, Matt? I, I got a couple in mind that I kinda I got a couple off the walls that I don't know that y'all would pick up on. Okay. The first one that I had well, I don't know if it's for, I, I'm not I'm not gonna go in any order. I just had a couple. So I gotta remember the names. Carrie, Carrie Walsh and Misty made whatever beach Trinity. volleyball. Beach volleyball. Misty made. Yeah. How many gold? How many medals have they won together? Um, I think they won like every single time except for like the last Olympics. I think they got silver. Yeah. Or some, something. Some un- some but unbelievable, yeah, ungodly number as a team together, and I just they're they're pretty awesome too. That that was that was actually really good. I've got Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. That's the best quarterback wide receiver duo. Yeah, that is, or maybe best duo in sports. Probably. I mean, uh, how how long were they together? I I just know Jerry Rice played with. Uh, well, he played with Steve, Steve Young, Young as too. Well. So that's yeah. what. I, and I was not really paying attention back in that, those days. So I don't really know how long Joe Montana and, Rice and, were together. and normally you get like either a really good quarterback that makes all his wide receivers look good, or really good re- wide receiver like. Really good. Oh man, I just I I don't know what is wrong with me, but 
I can't think I mean, of a lot of anything. farts in your brain. I, I know, man. What I was trying to get at <laughs> is a really in, good, a really good wide receiver like a Julio Jones and a Matt Ryan. You, but you don't get Matt Ryan is good. Uh, he's he's a great name. He's mediocre. He has a great name. He is he is better than mediocre. But but going back into football, Tom Brady and Gronk. I I feel like that was just such a great duo. I, you know, I. It, it was. I guess some of these that I'm I'm thinking, I feel like they have to have lasting. And I feel like Tom Brady with Gronk was not very long. So it, their time was together was awesome. But and he spread it around a lot. So I mean, you had he had so many different receivers that he he had Moss, he had Edelman, he had what was the other slot receiver? Uh, Welker. Welker. Yep. Yeah. 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 I forgot about Welker. Yeah, he phased out fairly quick. So I guess we didn't tell them the reason why we're doing this is because we're trying we were trying to connect Valentine's Day <laughs> with sports somehow. So the best we, the, this is a long stretch, but we went with duos. So, so go ahead. Um, I mean, I, my thinking was uh, Peyton Manning, and Marvin Harrison. I just remember that duo was unstoppable. It, it then became Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, but um, Marvin Harrison, Peyton Manning. I think. They got some crazy stats between them two. But still not better than Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. <laughs> they didn't win as many Super Bowls. I don't know about the statistics. I feel like the statistics, they might have them close. So I, I've got one that's kind of off the wall a little bit, or you know, kind of like you had the beach volleyball. I have Venus and Serena Williams because yep. they dominated doubles te- women's doubles tennis for the longest. Yep. Yeah, I, I I saw them when I was preparing a little bit, and that that's also a very good one. All right, this one's completely off the wall. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember, like his. I couldn't remember like the duo of how they had it named, but the Rock and Mick Foley, the Rock and Sock connection. <laughs> <laughs> what? No wrestling fans around here, dude. That really. that dude. I grew up on the Rock, and he is the man. And the Rock and Sock connection was so good. I, I I was not a wrestling fan. You weren't a wrestling fan. I was I was a, I was mean, a big wrestling fan. <laughs> you don't you didn't like that one though. That, no, that was good. It was good. I got I got an even better one though. That y'all are really gonna like. I'm sure. <laughs> Thunder and lightning. Rafael Palmero, Will Clark from Mississippi State. <laughs> I know y'all. Oh, I thought Thunder and lightning was the Clemson running backs. N- no. It was not. They made an SC, what is the SEC with the movies or whatever they made shorts. It's, SEC shorts. No, no, no. Yeah. This was like a like a sixty ESPN sixty sixty. Yeah, but it it was a SEC thing. But they made a thunder and lightning about it because they were like both of them were so good. And then uh, and so anyways, Raphael Palmer. Speaking of that, did y'all watch the? Have y'all seen the Michael Vick? 30 for 30 yet? I have not. I haven't either. I'm probably going to try to watch I'd, that. I'd like to see it. I would like to see both of them, actually. I, I didn't get to see know, the first one. I did not realize. Uh, we don't want to get into this, probably. But I did not realize that they made it to the national championship that year. I knew he was so good, but I did not know they made it to the national championship. Maybe that'll be some, something we can talk next week. Next week. Next week. Tune in. Next week. Any more? I'm, I'm trying to think of I mean, some I, more. Shaq, Co- Shaq and Kobe, Troy yeah. Aikman, Michael Irvin. Uh, I was trying to think of like some off like the wall. Le- LeBron and Dwayne Wade. But uh, eh. with that, you got Chris Bosch. But the other thing I thought about with the Bulls, which I wasn't around as much, but uh, they had Dennis Rodman too. They did. They get left out. Um, and I mean, they had a couple other good people, but Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was on the Bulls then? Oh, I didn't remember that. 
Well, later, later in the dynasty. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah, I can I can almost name all the Bulls players. I, I love I like the Bulls back in the nineties and I was growing the, up. The other one that I saw from that era was John Stockton, Carmelo, uh, and yes. and really the truly the only reason that I know so much about them is because I had in uh, sixty four like nineteen ninety eight or something, and they were so good. The Jazz and the Bulls were both so good. Um, I play that game a lot. You can stand underneath the goal and just goaltend when people shot. So connecting video games and duos, NBA Jam. That was such a good game. I did not play that game. Much. Oh man, that was is such this, a good game. It was well, two on two. So I guess you could go to NBA Jam and and pick out really good duos there. <laughs> is that was that PlayStation? What what kind of game? Super Nintendo. You but you saw it a lot in the arcades. I'm I'm trying, I think I, it, I think it was I just Super Nintendo. Remember. They might have came out. It might have came out on sixty four. But I, I was know thinking it's on it might have came for out sure. on sixty four. But yeah, that was a that was a really. Good I mean, game. I've got it. I think if my if my dad still has my Super Nintendo, I think I think it's here. Oh, you have it? I think so. Yeah, I think NBA Jam's in there. I'll have to look. I think it is. I think I did see that in there. We're gonna have to like get an old TV and set it up. Have a little. You can set it up on the new TVs. I think. I, I but I don't think it. If there's something weird about it because I, I I tried hooking up Guitar Hero on a newer TV and it was really laggy. It was like really bad lag. Well, I mean, okay, but I don't know. We can still try it. I got another one. Justin Timberlake and Andy Samberg. <laughs> you know, speaking what? of Andy Samberg, uh, <laughs> the new season of Brooklyn Nine Nine is out. I heard, you man. I, watch, I, I haven't I haven't been able to try and watch it because is it on Hulu? Uh, it, I'm sure it is. I, I don't I, have Hulu, see, but I'm the type of person I have to watch it from season one, yeah. and I haven't been able to watch it at all. I would, I really would enjoy that show. I know I would, but yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not why, why are they a duo? I don't even know why. You don't, you don't know the Justin Timberlake, Andy Samberg duo? They have like the most hilarious songs. No, I you apparently you, I gotta look it up. Yeah, you have to look it up when I get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really nice Valentine's Day song. That they have about a box, <laughs> and sounds, you cut a hole in sounds it. Sounds wonderful. It's really good. <laughs> it's a Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, how about yeah, this okay. one? How about this duo, Vern and Gary? Oh no, <laughs> boo! <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that CBS or uh, the SEC is not going to be on CBS. Matt's done. Matt is already done. I want to go get my phone. <laughs> We've we've actually drugged this out quite quite long. I did, like I said, I wasn't expected to be long, but it ends up going long. But every time, any any more, you want to just end it. Uh, Shaq and Kobe. I don't did know we if we mentioned. That I don't know if we mentioned yeah, them or not. We did. We mentioned. We did. You mentioned it. I think that's it. What about a trio? This trio. <laughs> <laughs> the triple option podcast. And with that, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Give us five stars. Leave a nice review because it's always nice to leave nice things. Thank you guys so much. Follow us on Twitter. If you're not following T-Option Podcast, have a good night. Thank you so much. Later.